0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another year of the Rap Awards. This is a 2021 edition of the ET Sports minus the T plus an A Rap Awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> last year we did this during quarantine. Um, that's kind of a fun thing to do um, since we weren't able to see each other and um, kind of talk about music and, and what happened during that disgusting year. Um, this year wasn't a lot better. <laughs> Um, but it was a decent year for music, so uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about some of our picks for albums, artists, songs, producers, so on, um, and, ha- and have some fun with it. And we uh, hope you guys have some fun listening along. So, uh, Adam, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, Ah, uh, yeah. Hello, everyone. It's uh
1: like Eric said, it's been uh, quite the year. Still in a pandemic, or as our rapper friend Gunner would say, a panoramic. Um, <laughs> If you don't know the the other word, but yeah, still living it up, getting some good music drops. We got some good drops for this year, all in January apparently. Like you said, E, it's uh it's January is the new August September uh, type of type of month where everyone's apparently dropping in January of twenty twenty two. Between weekend gunna this week, we got Corday next week, we got um and um, Ian Dior. I a whole host of people two chains, everyone's dropping. So we got some good music coming in this year, but right now we're celebrating last year and last year wasn't even, you know, it, it, it wasn't anything to scoff at. We got a lot of good drops and a lot of good picks and
0: yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Last year, uh, we saw some more faces come back with, uh, the Donda saga and the, and the CLB right. saga and, uh, the beef with the two fan bases and the, the, the <laughs> uniting at the, at the concert at the end of the year. And oh, the, the whole, the whole thing, uh, it was really, really uh, an entertainment thing as much as it was a music thing. Um, following along with yeah. that, that whole thing. But, um, oh yeah. We, we saw, some, saw some, some good collabs some people building up their discography to uh, really cement their place. Um, and, in the game of hip hop. So, uh, it it was a fun year, but, um, for, for our little award show, we have a few different categories. We have album of the year, song of the year, rapper of the year, producer of the year, underrated project of the year, collab of the year and disappointing album of the year. Um, I think we should, we should save the, the song or album and rapper probably to the end. Those are the big ones, so um, I'd say we start with some lighter ones, but um, how are you feeling about your picks? You, you think you're ready to get going? I think they're fire. Like you said,
1: uh, you got Connie and Drake kind of as the heavy hitters, so, you know, they're both subjects to talk about, but just because, you know, they're big, they had big drops doesn't mean there's plenty of, you know, some some underground artists to talk about, some newer artists, some, you know. Uh, even some mainstream picks that, you know, really kinda wormed their way in and got some attention and got the, you know, all the focus they deserve. So yeah.
0: I'm looking yeah. forward to kind of talking a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see what um what some of your opinions are my picks since we, we did not share our That's picks right. with each other beforehand. So um no, not at all. Well, I mean I know I, can I tell you one thing?
1: Huh. I know you're at least gonna have J. Cole. You're 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 a big J. Cole fan. You're gonna have them somewhere in there, at least I assume. But
0: I mean, I think you should be on everyone's nominees list. But um,
1: well, yeah, de- yeah the de- de-
0: depending on if if he wins is the question. But I think you should be on most of not everyone's nominees list. Yeah. Um, but so how we did it was for each of the categories, we had three nominees, two honorable mentions, and out of the three nominees, we've had a winner. So, um, pretty mm-hmm. straightforward there. Um, I'd say we jump into one of these, these fun, smaller ones. Um, let's do it. Let's start with a a collab of the year. Oh, that's a good pick. Okay. Do you want to go first or? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so I'll start with honorable mentions. Um, my first one is (laughs) as you just, uh, uh, related to, I had J Cole and Boz. Um, Ooh, and I put this because on the, on the off season, there were um, uh, a couple of times where he used Boz for um, some of the background vocals and um, kind of adding his own element to the song. I love what he did on, on a uh, and hunger on hillside. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Jackie was the boss song that came out with Cole and TJ on it. And that was one of my oh, yeah. most listened to songs of the year. I absolutely love that song. And it was, it was J. Cole just kind of having fun instead of getting in the deep lyrical bag, which is, uh, it's always good to see a, a different side of him too. So, uh, And then my other honorable mention was, it's kind of a, a funny one, but I put Kanye and everyone because Honda <laughs> had the most features out of any album I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. But the thing about it was every every feature felt like it was good and worthwhile. None of them felt like they were really pushed in there except for maybe some of the part twos of songs, maybe could have mm-hmm. been uh, kept in the vault. But for the most part, I, w- I was, I was pretty content with everything that he did with bringing in just this plethora of artists. It felt like more like a compilation album for like a movie or something or a soundtrack other than um, like a personal artist album. But um, I just wanted to put him on the honorable engine because I think he killed it with bringing everyone together like that. Um, That's right. I don't know if you want to go to your honorable mentions now or if I should just go into my my three, but... No, I, I got mine
1: covered. No worries. Um, so for my honorable mentions, there's one um, that I think we both like, actually, that I, I don't know if you... Were, you well, yeah, I know that you didn't mention it, but um, but not necessarily that would come straight to mind is uh, Guapdad4000 named Illmind on 1176. Mm, it was a yeah. it was a fun it was a fun little project. Kind of came out of nowhere. They had um how many come out, which is, had a great sample, but I forgot exactly where it came from. I, I think but, it was, it was uh, from like an EDM song, I think, or a house song. Yeah, you're right. I think it was from like an EDM or house song. Uh, but it was really good. It kind of brought the track together. The production on it was great, and then um, Guapda just kind of you know. Went seamlessly over the beat and did his thing. He was very melodic, had great rhythm. He just killed it on there.
0: Yeah. and then I, even
1: just,
0: I, I actually oh, I've been coming up later, in, in the in the award show. So <laughs> really, oh, yeah, I know. so we mentioned him early
1: on. Then there we go. We did. Yeah, now, but but the the entire the entire project is a banger. It's all great. Lots of fun little jams stuff that you know wouldn't necessarily come to the quote unquote mainstream, but. You know, still great if you're a hip-hop fan and has a melodic atmosphere to it, but um, you can definitely tell, you know, his talent and skill shines. Oh, yeah. And then the other one I have is actually one of the ones I've really come into um, and liked a lot and, you know, with is kind of typical, which is, you know, a terrible tragedy. We lost a, a lot of fantastic talent this year, mm-hmm. um, notably Young Dolph and... His Dumb and Dumber projects with Keglock, who both of them Dolph founded Paper Paperout uh, Empire, his label, and Keglock signed it there. But uh, they have undeniable chemistry, and this project just shows it. It's fantastic. Um, Aspen is one of my personal favorite tracks from that. Penguins. Um, they just both kill it on either end, both do their thing. Uh, the trap melodies, the flows, the lyrics. It's just fun. You can definitely tell they had great chemistry, great ideas going back and forth. And uh, to lose Dolph, I think that was one of the parts why I was so uh, so sad that he passed. Was just that relationship we had with Keegle and you can definitely tell they were close friends and close collaborators. But uh, yeah, it's I'd say it's definitely a highlight and one that everyone should t- should check out.
0: Yeah. I, um, I listened to, a, a, some of those, uh, some songs here and there off other projects, but I should really go back and, and listen more and listen to more of Dolph's discography in general too, because I haven't really given him the the full deep dive that maybe I should have. So, um, I, I definitely, uh, nah, I go back fair. and look at some of that stuff too, but, um, all right. So my yeah. three nominees for collab of the year, um, my first one, is Baby Keem and Cutty Lamar um, hmm. with uh, Family Ties, cool. one of my favorite songs of the year. Um, just fantastic production on that whole song. Just the bars were just flowing for the whole, was it three and a half, four minutes of that song. Yeah. Um, absolutely fantastic. Um, and then he had him on two songs on his album as well. Um, There's uh, Rains Brothers and Vent with the two. And... It, uh, I know one of them blew up on TikTok, but they—they're not. Um, have that, they don't have that super mainstream sound to them, but mm-hmm. they still deliver uh, the lyricism and just 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 a fun. If 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 you go into it and listen to Range Brothers when Kendrick's doing this little goofy thing and you get all angry about it, saying this isn't traditional hip hop, <laughs> this isn't the way it should be, I, I just go into it thinking I'm just gonna have it's just a fun enjoyable listen and um baby came came out with goofy little bars too um so it's it's it it was a fun collaboration and i'm really hoping to hear more from that duo in the future um i was mm-hmm. i was happy with the, with the results we got um next one i have uh is little baby and little dirk and mm-hmm. these two came out with voice of the heroes which i thought was a pretty good album um the, those two have collaborated in the past too i know they did probably one of the only if not the only good song on that dj Khaled album um it, uh that, that, that one is fantastic this year yeah that was a great song a lot of the songs in there i couldn't really listen to that much but that one <laughs> that one i was able to go back to and and uh enjoy Uh yeah, but sure. their, album, their album was great as well they both uh delivered lyrically super well and um, some of the beats were, were 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 different uh i really enjoyed uh how it feels that's probably my favorite song off the album um it's probably like it it's the most uh most relatable out of those, out of those songs when he's he's talking deeply emotionally about how it feels you f- it feels like this connection with him you know describing different things that have happened in his life um and the last one i have is young thug and gunna and um Ooh they seem to collab a lot i mean same label and everything so um but they were both the two heads of the slime language two album um that came out in the in the spring that i i enjoyed um definitely had some some standout songs on that um with ski um and there was several others that had a lot of other collabs with like uh drake and travis scott and um, there was a lot of different people on it. Roddy Rebel had a good one on there. So, um, I was happy with that album that came out with it. And then I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of, uh, punk in general, in general, but, yeah. um, I, I do love the, the song they had with Nate Roos with, with, uh, thug and gonna, um, uh, uh, love you more. Mm-hmm. It's, it. It was a uh, it was a unique side of them that you usually don't hear, and that one stood out to me. I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So my three nominees were uh, Keem and Kendrick, uh, Little Baby and Dirk, and Thug and Gunna. And uh, my winner is Baby and Dirk. Ooh, good pick. That that is my winner. I um, I really enjoyed. Um, their album, and I think their chemistry is undeniable. Um, and I think they should keep they should keep these collabs going in the future, and and they'll be a uh, trendsetters for the the future of rap. So, um, mm-hmm. that's my collab of the year. So,
1: awesome! No, that's a great list. And I mean, you went over pretty much you know all the really fantastic ones from Keem and Kendrick. You know that have that great dynamic. You know cousins working together learning from each other keem's getting a lot from kendrick um and then you got you know thug and gunna a classic duo they've put out a lot of great tracks ski um oh man what other tracks uh dolla they they did like dollars on my head right that was the one from last year on um off of going yeah one of, yeah. yeah off of one uh um, No, surf. that was in twenty twenty they did surf that one was great they just they just make great music and it's that yeah. mentorship there too but um one you actually mentioned I also have and your winner is actually my uh, <laughs> my number three now, definitely I'm not bashing them all they're fantastic but uh little baby and little jerk are just mm-hmm. a fantastic deal and like you said every chance that I get was what i like to call the precursor to a fantastic album yeah because they went at it hard the production was hard both energies came out and you know they were both on the rise through the past years with little babies my turn with dirk putting out the voice um getting a lot of great features there three-headed goat we had him on the list last year for that Mm -hmm. and they both just shined on the voice of the heroes um how it feels, like you said, is a fantastic song. They both hit the melodies really hard on there. Who I Want is a personal favorite of mine. Uh, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people mention that or talk about that, which um, is, is completely understandable. It's kind of interesting how it flies under the radar, but it's a fantastic song, and it's very melodic, and it really kind of adds a little bit of like, the singing talent, which they really aren't bad, but uh, they just kill it on that one, so... Uh number three, I got baby and dirk. Number two, and um we were actually talking about this earlier today, um, when you asked me, but uh Anderson Pac and Bruno Mars on Silk Sonic and Oh yeah. Uh, I yeah, I know it isn't like technically rap hip hop, but it's such a legendary collaboration to me and I, I think also you, a lot of people. Um since, you know, they're just both masters of the craft with a lot of R&B, pop, they incorporate elements of jazz. And uh, Silk Sonic, while it was kind of a short project, it was just heavy hitting. They nailed all those kind of smooth, vintage R&B tones. They just had a lot of just pure vibes and energy. It was just a callback to really the height of R&B, I'd say, with groups like Temptations, Earth, Wind & Fire. Um, They just killed it. They're both fantastic singers, both talented, Pac on drums, you know. It just made for an incredible collaboration. So number two, I got Anderson Pac, Bruno Mars, Silk Sonic. And then number one, and this is one I've uh, actually recently come into um, that I've also talked to Eric about, but the Batman and Robin, or as I was actually thinking right now, technically kind of a Batman and Batman because they just, they're both, superb fantastic artists and masters of their craft but uh Nas and hip boy king's disease 2 and magic yeah. and coming fresh off of the pure utter fire that was king's disease 1 i mean that album was just bar after bar Nas was not holding back his flows were fantastic. His lyrics were on point. The features were fantastic. They fit into the song so well. King's Disease 2 is no different. This, They both are on like such an incredible run because Hip Boy chooses such like different samples. And you know he tries to change it up a little bit and challenge himself because you hear some really interesting ways he chops stuff up, adds in the drums, uh, changes things for Nas, but naz no, doesn't you know Nas doesn't fly under the radar on that they both just work off each other so well and they've created these masterpieces they pulled out KD one they pull out KD two which i'd say is probably about the same or even better than KD one mm-hmm. um magic which is still on the same level of quality it was actually a fantastic christmas surprise no one was expecting that but um, oh yeah they had that and they had you know Features from the likes of Eminem. They had a ASAP Rocky feature on Magic, which was incredible. But uh, yeah, they're, they're unstoppable. And King's Disease 3, which I'd say is probably one of my newer anticipated albums of this year, I think is going to be no different, and this just proves that. So, got Baby and Burke at 3, uh, Pac and Bruno Mars at number 2, and Nas at hip-boy in 1. All, all fantastic, all great, and same yeah. to these picks
0: over here. Fantastic yeah. choices as well. Those are some good choices. Um, I kind of I pulled Silk Sonic off of my list of the uh, the more I was thinking about it because I didn't I didn't know if it fit into the the rap scene. Even though you could call Angus and right. Pac a, a rapper, but um, it's it, it it felt like it was pushing the edge for me a little bit. I do that's have right. one a little bit later that's not entirely um, rap either, but it is a rapper who did the album. So I was kind of um, I was kind of torn. I want not to keep them on there, but I do agree that that they're a fantastic duo, and hopefully that's not the end of Silk Sonic. But um, oh yeah, but yeah, I I, I totally agree with uh, the the Hip Boy and Nas too. Um, I think people don't realize how much Nas has been able to evolutionize his sound to both stay stay hip with with the sounds, but also still be able to deliver his bars and not have to Mm -hmm. change up too much to where it doesn't sound right he's found this perfect medium of i can i can sound how i want to but also rap like everyone loves from back in the day and everything and um i mean it's hard to beat his classics but uh i think he's found the perfect collaborator with hip boy um to make a lot of these beats and kind of find that middle ground in his sound that just works so well so um exactly I was glad you were able to rediscover that recently and uh, I'm looking forward to more from, from them in the future too. But um, all right. So next one, um, let's go, let's get the, the sad one out of the way. Let's, let's get, yeah. The disappointing album of the year out of the way so we can get some good vibes rest rest of the rest of the show.
1: Um, That's right.
0: My two honorable mentions are unfortunately both um, no, no longer with us um Mm -hmm. faith by a pop smoke and fighting demons by juice world um Mm -hmm. uh obviously it's not them doing the decision making a lot of this stuff and i'm sure a lot of this was just throwaways that they're trying to make extra money off of which is kind of sad if you think about it um so i don't really think of these as part of the rap that rappers discography completely um their albums before this um that they both released, They're, they're both of their first posthumous ones were, I felt like were pretty solid. Um, I mean, Top Smokes was, was fantastic. Um, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon was fantastic. Um, and I felt like he did have a good amount of say in that where it felt like it was his project. Juice's um, was less less of that, but you could still kind of get that vibe from it that he still had some pieces in it. And some of those songs we were going to be making these future albums that he was going to release. Um, but both of these this year were just really disappointing. And I personally, I mean, I, I like both their music, but I don't know if I want more music from them anymore because I don't want it to be tarnishing their legacy and just fill up their catalog with a bunch of these empty records that don't really stand up to what they put out when they were still with us. So. Um, it's kind of an unfortunate situation. It's been happening a lot more with with artists and stuff. I mean, Act had that same kind of problem. Mac Miller is the only one where you can look at it and say they've perfectly done with him what they needed to, um, and it, it's added more to his discography instead of added these empty tapes. But um, I don't know. I, it's 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 a weird situation, and I understand from the money standpoint why they're doing it, but from the the respect for them and stuff, it it doesn't really, really hold up for me. So those are my two mentions for disappointing albums of the year. Yeah.
1: I agree with you a hundred percent. Um, faith and fighting demons, which is why fighting demons is one of mine. Uh, the other pick I have, you may be a little surprised, not, um, but I had to mention it too, but, uh, just to cover fighting demons and pop smoke, um, both just disappointing in the way they handle it. You can definitely tell, like kind of adding on to what you were saying um, that with uh, definitely with juice that they're just doing it for money. There's just mm-hmm. no sense of like <laughs> juice behind the music. It's just, we're going to throw the tracks on here so we can get the fan base to give us money and just like keep the edge going. And you, it shows it's just the lack of care to, you know, his craft and the fact that, you know, the subject matter with, um, you know, him overdosing, it's just, you know, it's sad. <laughs> the music hits differently now. Um, personally, I know after Legends of Never Die, and I think it hit more emotionally for me because, you know, it was so fresh that, uh, you know, that Death of Juice world that, um, you know, it was just a very emotional experience for me. But uh, fighting demons, it just, it was not treated right. definitely didn't show his talent felt like they were exploiting him and uh pop smoke i maybe say a little slightly less on the music i I could listen to a little more but um it was still very bad you can definitely tell they recycled everything and just tossed features and it was just done so poorly
0: there were several lyrics in the pot smoke one where i had heard him say that exact lyric and the exact same cadence and form and everything and older songs like uh i know there was a line from hello with a boogie which i think is a really good song i remember i had that in my awards yeah and they used like one of the biggest lines on that song like three other times in this album You could tell you just Mm -hmm. copy and pasted the vocals and the one thing with pop's first posthumous album which was really good um, and I think it's what made it so good was 50 Cent came in and kind of took over the direction of that. And exactly. He didn't, he didn't have a money motive in it. Um, mm-hmm. So he kind of just wanted to make, a, make it out of respect and make it to the level of quality of uh, a fellow New York artist would. And, yeah. Um, that's why I think that was so good. But then once 50 didn't do all the stuff with Faith and then Juice's uh, team Wanted to keep pumping out stuff. It's just it's kind of uh, fizzled out. So it's it's great. It's kinda of sad. So uh great A man. They're doing it wrong. But um
1: yeah, I, I, I definitely say those two and then uh you know, I'm not gonna lie, this next pick, I uh I listened to it. I like some of the songs, but god, there's some some cringy lines on this, and that's certified Lover Boy by Drake. And, mm. and why I say it's disappointing is cause I know Drake can do better And that's not dissing Drake Drake is a fantastic talent I love his music I listen to it all the time But when you listen to a song And then he says Girl you say you a lesbian Girl me too or something That he I was listening to Poppy's Home today And he starts singing Daddy's Home I'm like I can't listen to this This is too cringy It's just not listenable that the R. Kelly sample and TSU, which, um, no, that's not the one that features Jay-Z. It's a great song. It's just like, there's elements that I just don't, I can't stand. It's like, why would you put that in there? Otherwise, you know, uh, Oh, and then his flow on in the Bible is kind of weird, but that's just, I'd say that's more of a nitpicky one. Um, maybe I might be nitpicking more, but, uh, you know i'm not gonna lie though you know there's some good tracks on there there's um love all there's what is it i am Y2 with kid cudi i've really kind of come more to like that one yeah um that's, that's my favorite personally oh that one's fantastic that one's great champagne poetry there's like two people i'll identify who always kill opening tracks and that's drake and meek mill and drake did not miss this year I, neither did meek mill in my opinion with his opening track but Drake didn't miss champagne poetry is great, but, uh, but yeah. And in my soul, I'm like, you know, I listen to this, this is listenable, but I just know that like in my heart that Drake can do better and that I wanted something different, uh, personally, but that's just me. So I got fighting demons certified lover boy.
0: Um, I guess you could toss faith in there, but those are like my two official picks. The thing with uh clb is i found a lot of tracks to be hit or miss i go back yeah. to a couple of them fairly frequently and there's some that i just never even touch um mm-hmm. i i thought the album personally got more hate than it than it should have especially when it first came out um yeah but i guess that's me just looking at the highlights not as the project as a whole um but there's a good chunk of them i just won't even won't even think about going back to but i am Y too is probably my, my favorite on there and i go back to it fairly often um I, I would like i wouldn't mind seeing more cuddy and drake uh collabs in the future but um but yeah i, I, I don't listen oh, to man cuddy's so good i agree i don't listen to a lot of the the little baby one on there or way too sexy or anything like that um Mm-mm. if if, if, if no. you get if you no can, wait that's right oh, way yeah. too sexy if 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 you can kind of weed through the the cringy bad stuff, then there's there's a there's a few gems in there, but um, that's the problem is you have to you have to kind of weed out some of the bad stuff. So um, then my yeah. my three um, nominees for disappointing album were um, were "Live Life Fast" by Roddy Rich. Um, I I didn't mind the album, but I think the problem was. Everyone, including myself, went in with such high expectations after um, Antisocial two years ago, and this just did not hit the same. There wasn't songs long as I, I heard that, like, this is a banger I'm going to hear on uh, in the club or in the radio or anything. Like, um, And I feel like he needed – he didn't need, a, like, a box follow-up, but he needed one of those smash hits to keep him going. Um and there was there was a couple of songs and stuff that I just felt like had some weird parts to them. The song with little baby was had like a really long mm-hmm. intro, and um, that just kind of makes the song that the replay value just hits the hits the floor with that. Um, there was some where I feel like he was just pumping out songs, even though he was he kept saying in interviews about how he's spending more time than ever on this album and stuff. It definitely wasn't nearly <laughs> as bad as some artists' other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It was definitely to- like, tolerable And I, did- I didn't mind listening to it And there's a couple of songs I'd go back to here and there But for that long of a project To not have that many that I'd go back to From an artist that I thought of Of that caliber was disappointing um, Another one was uh, Punk by Young Thug um, Ooh, yeah, I thought he made it too long um, And a lot of the songs Were similar in sound um, He A lot of the songs He tried to go for uh like a softer slower approach to the songs and not really like fast-paced hype stuff and i'm okay with people the artists obviously mixing up their variations they should but i feel like he had too many of that just had really similar in the slow songs and he wanted to just kind of get those through and out of the way and um bubbly is probably one of the few that i would go back to there and then then love you more like i mentioned earlier um Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's it was hard for me to want to go back to an album 20-plus songs long and just hit shuffle on it, you know. So, um, yeah. again, the artist of that caliber I'd expect a little more. And then my last one is uh, Hall of Fame by Polo G. Um, oh, that's a good one. I personally enjoyed The Goat, yeah. um, even though some people were hit and miss on it. I personally really enjoyed it. And this was just a dud. It really – it I yeah. – a lot. He he embodied the 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 phrase that um. Well, I guess that he put on a deluxe piano G or oh god. Yeah. a lot a lot of guitar stuff too, but it sounded legit like you on YouTube and just picked beats and said this is what I'm gonna do, and yeah. um, I mean, not not that the beats were poorly made, they were made fine, but they're just they were all so similar that. It's just there was no variation in that album, and you could play like all of his slow songs off there, like at once, and it would sound like just playing one song because they all sound the exact same. I know, mm-hmm. I know people say that a lot about him, and I'm just kind of beating a dead horse with that, but I was really disappointed in his attempt to expand his discography and kind of grow his sound. So, um, mm-hmm. it sounded like he was just trying to make like Die a Legend part three, you know. Or, like, go yeah. part two. So, um, and then my winner for this, or I guess loser for disappointing album of the- <laughs> is Hall of Fame by Apollo G. Um, yeah, the deluxe didn't help it out either. Um, <laughs> the deluxe just made it longer. Yeah, um, it was may- one, maybe two that I could see myself maybe going back to if I saw it and was like, oh, I forgot about this, and I press play on it one time and then it just goes back away. Um, yeah, uh. The Michael Jackson one, a lot of people have mixed reviews on if uh, if that sample was was properly used or if it just was a corny attempt at making a hit. Um, the one song from this Polo G era or this year, you could say, is I did like Rap Star. Um, while it did have a familiar kind of beat up yeah. sound, but he actually talked about something that wasn't his typical themes um, he dove into his life as as a bigger name now, and um, like the mental side of it, um, the anxiety that he has to deal with, and he's trying to hide it in front of the paparazzi and stuff. And um, he was a little more down to earth on that, and not just talking about the violence in his in his old neighborhood and um, about killing people and stuff like that. It was. I mean, obviously, it's okay to talk about that stuff, but I want to hear more variation because there's a lot more dimensions to you than just um, the troubled past that you were that you were in. Um, yeah. So I I, I expected more. Rapstar was one of the few highlights this year, but overall, really disappointing. So hopefully, yeah. there's some new sound coming from him in the future. But that's that's what I got. So what are your uh, your three picks? Well, I just want to start. Out.
1: You, you nailed know, the, you nailed know, the head. Uh, or I think that's the same. But you, uh, you nailed it on Polo G. I honestly forgot about that one because it was so mid, and I, don't even, I didn't even listen to the entire album. But yeah, Rapstar was good. Badman was good. The rest of it, forgettable. And yes, I agree. Piano G, that is what he is now. Come back with uh, the Gope. <laughs> I miss that. Um, and then Punk, I thought it was okay. It's good. I listen to it sometimes, but nothing crazy. But uh, I'm with you, man. Live Life Fast is my uh, number three. Mm. And boy, oh boy, Roddy Rich, did you fumble the bag on this one. Oh, you yeah. went from, please excuse me from being antisocial, fantastic transitions, excellent production, features were great. I would say... It's probably a near perfect album, a great debut album. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the heck this was. Dude came in, and he was like, I got this. like he said, I got this all figured out. And you could tell he tossed it together like he was throwing Play Doh at the wall or tearing up pieces of paper and like taping them together. It was just not, it just was so dull. Mm-hmm. And there, like you said, there was that long intro on the little baby one, which makes that one unlistable. I had the same issue with um, Playboy Cardi's place where he had a weird break. Um, I'd say this is even worse because <laughs> it lasts a full minute before you actually get to the song, which is completely yeah, unnecessary. It was. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just so bad, and features didn't help, and um. I think was, uh, one I'll kind of point to, one song I'll point to, uh, I think ta- actually Takeoff was okay on it, now that I look back to it, but that one with Takeoff was just kind of like, it felt dull, and work hosting was weird. It was just... It, I From the original picture he had for the tracklist with like Connie Features, and I think he had a Travis Feature, I know that's controversial now, but he, he seemed like he had a more thought out. I don't know what the heck happened, but uh, yeah. yeah, live life fast. Number three, number two, um, Sin City the mixtape. Ski mask a slump gun. Oh, God. I forgot about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, but you you nailed it. It's uh, very forgettable. Um, I love Ski Mask. Stokely is a fantastic album. Dude is extremely talented at rapping. He goes at a pace. Um, I would say is com- comparable to like JD um mm-hmm. but he's he's fantastic and talented whoever makes this album god whoever makes this album needs a lesson in mixing because the mixing is like his voice is too high or like the background instrumental covers up his voice too much and then when he screams into the mic it's like if you just like one of those things where like you puff air into a microphone and all you hear is like or something yeah. like that yeah that's that was that was this album it was just annoying to listen to or something um the instrumentals i thought were weird it went from um i think admit it which i, I like i kind of like but it sounded like i was listening to like a donkey kong soundtrack or something with a xylophone or like <laughs> roadrunner wiley e. coyote and then the rest of the instrumentals were just dull just straight dull i want him to come out with a you know just a better project because i know he's got it in him And uh, I could kind of see the passion here, but it was just... uh, It just wasn't, like... It wasn't there. It felt like it still needed work and was kind of unfinished. But number two, Sin City, Ski Mask, The Slump God. Mm -hmm. And then number one, you brought up earlier, Beating a Dead Horse. I'm going to also do a similar thing with uh, Khaled Khaled by DJ Khaled. (laughs) Um, Every Chance I Get, like we said, is a great track. And you can't really expect a ton from DJ Khaled. He... Throws out albums, he said, he, he says another one, he says all this weird crap on um his albums. So you just kind of expect it from him. Yeah. But when you put out a song as bad as Big Paper, which I'm also sure you forgot about. And what, I don't think it was even oh. on the original track list. That was with Cardi B, who kept uh. saying, I got Big Paper, Big, Big Paper. It's like, I don't want to hear you go so off beat. That you literally just purposely create the worst song possible, even though you're Cardi B, I know you're talented, you got it in you. And that's saying that not as the biggest Cardi B fan, but oh my gosh, that was atrocious, an atrocious track. Um, the rest of them were just kind of decent but forgettable. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just okay and i i liked uh, i think it was father of assad better and um whatever the other one was before that uh grateful i think it was grateful yeah um I, I feel like those had better i'd say grateful is probably the better one earlier in his discography is probably when you get better music but uh yeah dj callan still continuing the kind of downward street and look I, I love the guy guy seems like a fantastic guy it's just Oh, shit. I just I I, <laughs> I I can't I can't thank him for making big papers it was just terrible and among among other things with it that is. album but but yeah number three Live Fly Fast number two Sin City number one Cala Cala uh, hopefully you know some of them uh, kind of come back with some stuff uh, I hope Roddy comes back with Feed the Streets 3 goes with that has more planned out um, ski Mask, you know, has more of like a kind of really well produced album,
0: all that, but it is what it is, so yeah, I um, it's hard not to agree with all those picks there. And I fret that ski even dropped this year, which says something, so uh, um, yeah, no, you, you when you said that, you it was like exactly that's exactly, <laughs> I'm sure, how
1: everyone feels about that project, it's just came, went because. It was
0: not there. I agree. Um, all right, so let's move on to uh underrated project of the year. So if uh if anyone listening or uh if either of us even have a listen to any of these these albums, then maybe you can go back and, and give it a listen and um maybe find some gems from from last year that um maybe will stick in your rotation. So I'll start with my two honorable mentions. Um, the first one is one I alluded to a little bit earlier. Um, when we talk about Silk Sonic, it's not technically a rap album, but it's by mm-hmm. a rapper. And this album gets a lot of hate. and I don't understand it. Um, especially by the big music review heads like Fantano and Sean C, which I usually like and someone agree with, but I was totally mad at them for this was, uh, along up prom by Tory Lanes, And I, I heard some very, some very bad things about this. And I was unsure because of all the Tory Lanes drama and stuff. But if you put that aside and listen to this as he's making an eighties inspired album, um, it was just an absolute earworm for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. And it was a nice, modern touch to 80s music obviously the weekend had done that with his last album as well um mm-hmm. but Tori's voice i think is just fantastic in this style and um i find myself keep going back to to this album and um listen to a lot more i listened to probably more upbeat songs too but even the slower ones were still sticking with me um mm-hmm. the, the two singles that came out uh lady of namak i think i'm saying that right and then 87 yeah. right I, I love both of those. Um, he had some decent cut. There's only The only complaint I have is that there's two or three of the songs that the chorus is just one phrase over and over again. And that bothers me a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I think it's just if you just sit back and just relax and listen to it and you don't sit there and criticize it as, as uh, deeply as some of the other critics do, I think it can be a really enjoyable album. And you might find yourself going back to it more than you think you will, especially with how catchy some of the stuff is. And if you're in the car singing along, um, I can't lie that. I have done that recently. So um, it's it, 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 was a, it was a fun little listen. And um, I, I wasn't upset about it like, like like the uh, other people were. The other one, um, this one could be called underrated, but. I thought I didn't hear nearly enough about this that I should have, um, throughout social media and people posting about it. There were some people that I watched that didn't even give like uh, album reactions to it. I don't know why. It was uh, "Life of a Don" by Don Tolliver. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. I I didn't see this stick around in the charts for super long. Um, I know Don Tolliver's is a bigger name, so it shouldn't really be called underrated. But uh, just the fact that I don't hear any buzz about it, or even when it came out, it kind of just came and went from the charts real quickly. And I don't remember if it was maybe on a busy week or whatever for music, but the production is fantastic. Dino's has a bunch of different flows that work so well. I was listening to this today, even. It's still in my rotation pretty heavily. So um, I, I thoroughly enjoy this and the variety of styles that he uses and, um, the way he kind of built on his sound, he hasn't changed his sound a lot, but he's built upon it and made it a uh, higher quality. And um, one of the standouts for me is, um, is outer space, baby Keem. I think mm-hmm. that that's one of the best instrumentals that I, I had heard the entire year. Um, I absolutely love it. And um, I think that Don Tolliver is only going in the right direction. And this was a perfect, um addition to his discography so i wish i got more record more recognition than it than it did and um hopefully it'd be one of those hidden gems people go back to but my two island mentions were alone at prom tory lanes and life of a don by don Tolliver. so mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know the head there with don Tolliver actually I completely agree because that flew under the radar, and I, I I like the album. I really like the album. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I forgot to put that on mind too. But it's great. I completely agree. And uh, yeah, Luna problem people just got to give a chance. I think you know, Tor-Toy Lane's gets so much. He's getting a lot of hate for the controversy, but he's also one of those guys you know that has all that surrounding him. But you know, he's just a he's just talented. It's you know, there's just some people in the industry who are just really bad, but. Um, or do, do a lot of really questionable things, but they're just really, really talented, and they know what they're doing, and they—you could tell—they definitely have a passion for making the music. So I
0: completely agree. Yeah, if you um, if, if, if look at it from a music standpoint, and not from everything that's happened that standpoint, which it, I, I think they're still even going through the trial And the case for the whole Tory making the oh, style yeah. thing. So it's not even decided yet whether or not that all happened or whatever. I've heard mixed reviews, so. Until we get concrete stuff and it's all over, then I can make a proper assessment on that. But for now, it's still up in the air. And I thought it was a good album. So, no,
1: nah, no. Nah. I mean, if you know the music's good, the music's good, and if it's entertaining, it's entertaining. At least but that's a the way. To
0: I mean, like like R. Kelly and stuff like that. Is a no, but no,
1: no. that's that. His situation is unacceptable. Uh,
0: <laughs> to say the least,
1: he he is just
0: R. Kelly is just a disgusting person. Oh yeah, um, but, but this this is still up in the air. So it's as for as for now, I, I, I like it. But. yeah, as for now,
1: unless it gets worse. But yeah, um, for me on the other spectrum, I actually say uh, that both of my perks are kind of within the same genre or subgenre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got a uh, Trip and Night by Trippy Red and uh, Back in Action 2.0 Point Oh by um, a guy named Midwest. That's a uh, mid and then not e but an x so it's mid okay. W um they're bo- both kind of raged base uh trippy red this is kind of the venture for him that you've kind of seen his other projects but he definitely goes more into the, with this one um i feel like it kind of gets a lot of hate if i'm being honest that's why i kind of oh. put it here um i think i think it's just you know he i can totally made it just for pure vibes to like kind of like the genre describes to rage too. Um I kinda I, I don't know. Whenever in my car I just kind of like put it on and I just kind of, you know, bang my, my head to it. It's almost like a kind of like a hard rock thing of the rap world. Kind of like whole lot of red with Playboy Cardi. Um just one of those things that you can just rock out to. But that and then uh Midwest kind of came with this small little project that uh you know has some great rage uh bangers on that too. But um. Yeah, he's just a smaller underground artist, and I f- somehow I found him. I forgot how. I think it was through Patrick CC or something on YouTube. Um, but uh, yeah, he's just great. He makes great music. I think it was a new release actually. He had I listened to a new single okay. he dropped. But uh, yeah, he's a new find, and I I love his music. And uh, yeah, thought he deserved to be kind of th- thrown in here and acknowledged.
0: Yeah, I um. I haven't really, li- I haven't really listened to, um, to, uh, Midwest at all.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Like, could you hear that in the background?
1: No, you're good. You're
0: good. You, did you hear anything in the background or no?
1: I heard something, but you're, you're good. Okay. <laughs> um, nah, you're good.
0: But, uh, I haven't really heard of, I've heard the name Midwest, but I haven't actually listened to anything, so, um,
1: yeah he's not like a big name he's yeah. definitely one of more of like a newer newer artist i'll
0: have to go uh, give that get that a listen. so
1: yeah um, cool
0: but yeah so moving into my my three uh my three picks for underrated projects the first one i have is what you mentioned earlier 1176 guap dead 4000 and ill mind um, great project I even I love the deluxe too. I found myself going back mm-hmm. to the deluxe and um with uh, Mad Mad Max's one of my favorite songs that was on that and um Oh yeah. I, I thought just throughout he did a great job and he's still underrated as an artist even though he was on the Dreamville stuff and everything. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean you 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 covered a lot of it earlier, so another one mm-hmm. I had was uh uh We Love You Tekka too by Lil Tekka.
1: Lil Tecca
0: and and, um, I don't think that Lil Tecca or anything that is underrated but again it was a similar situation to Don Tala where people didn't really talk about that album I think it just got overshadowed by other stuff and I thought it was a pretty decent project all the way through Um, I thought him and Nav actually had one of the best songs on that album and um, I just don't praise nav a lot but um i will say that i thought that that was uh one of the better songs on there and i thought teka mm-hmm. i don't expect him to go crazy with lyricism or uh go super experimental on me and he delivered the, mm-hmm. the teka music that i enjoy so then the last mm-hmm. one i had was uh 2.5 by mine um uh, tried I totally different sound than what he's done um very um like techno even more upbeat than before just um super like edgy and vibey and um upbeat and i really enjoyed him experimenting into the sound and i'm hoping that uh he can kind of blend his old sound new sounds together and his next album will be something really good so um and I, I thought it was good, too, that he tried this out on the .5 mixtapes just to kind of um, kind of practice it and see what the reception is and everything. And it definitely had some, some, some heat that I go back to here and there. but um, So out of 11.76, we Teka two and 2.5. Um, my winner is 11.76 oh, yeah. by, by Guapdad and Illmind. Um, it's probably by far the most underrated on this list. Um, I, don't, I don't have a big underground listening, as you can tell, because a lot of these artists are fairly well-known. But um, I think the Guap Dad and the Old Mine is probably the most out of everyone or, like, not mainstream. But um, I, I always look forward to when Guap Dad drops, and um, I'm looking forward to whatever that got coming this year. So th- those are, those are my mm-hmm. picks. Great picks, yeah. I mean, we love you,
1: Tekka, too. I wouldn't say it's one that I come back to super often. I definitely have a couple in there. Repeat it with Gunna, yeah. um, Choppa with um, Chief Keef, uh, and... Trippy and Keith. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chief Keith. Yeah, fantastic. I don't know why that one's just like another rage one that I love and. 2.5 is one of those that i feel like i gotta sit on and let it simmer for a little bit just kind of get more of the experience because it was, it was experimental but amine definitely yeah. challenged himself i admire him for doing that and it's it's far um, i do from like mainstream. some of the songs on there yeah and he had filthy on there oh. yeah yeah it's definitely far from mainstream it's very different but uh but yeah great picks um on my end in number three i got uh who is Nardo wick by Nardo wick also made (laughs) also so uh, somewhat in controversy a little bit, but another guy who's just talented and he's also new and um, yeah, he's one of those guys who did the, who went smoke remix with uh, the with 21 Savage Dirk uh, G Herbo. That one was just pure fire energy. Great. Memorable lines. It was just, yeah, it was a great track. Um all right all right it's a great song um the one with big 30 i think it's called popping out that one's fun um just a kind of, you know it's it's one of those ones they just kind of go into and it's just a vibe there really isn't like anything insane in there but um it's just i he, he, i like his sound i think he's kind of come in a fold a little bit and uh, yeah he's got an interesting presence in the genre and in the industry so far um number yeah. 2 Kind of getting into uh, a little a- aspect um, that I'm still kind of trying to get warmed up on, too, with uh, Griselda, you know, with West Side Gun, um, Benny the Butcher, all of them. Which I do like some of their projects a lot, um, but got to mention Conway the Machine with La Machina, because he had a scattered brain with Ludacris and J.I.D., I'd say, is the standout of the album. All of them just kill their verses, lyrical masters on that song. Um, and it was just a fantastic listen. And then uh, there was another one that I liked a lot that I think was more trap based. And for some reason, I want to say that one is two chains. But um, yeah, I mean, Griselda, they're all very talented. And for some reason, kind of Conway's become a little bit of my favorite. Um, so I had to toss them on here. So, number two, The Machina by Conway. And then number one, and shout out to um, NFR Podcast, shout out to Anthony Fantano, shout out to uh, Sean C. Y'all were right. Sometimes I might be introvert by Little (laughs) Sims. I'm usually not like a big fan of kind of like the Brit rap stuff. Um, I love Skepta. I'd say Skepta is probably my intro to it and then slowly have grown on a slow tie. Um, But but y'all don't sleep on Little Sims here. She kills this. I would almost compare this to um, uh, what is it? Uh, My beautiful dark twisted fantasy by Kanye. Whoa. In terms of like, no, not not not. I'd say I'd say it's very quality, but in terms of like grand grandiose ideas here, um, she incorporates a lot of orchestral sounds, um, kind of a lot of imaginative stuff that kind of makes me feel like I'm almost in this fantasy fairy world a little bit. Um, very like dreamscapey, but like hard hitting. The lyrical content is rich. It's powerful. It's impactful. You can just tell she put her heart, her soul, her mind, every ounce of her into this project to make it as good as it is. And, uh, you know, her grand ideas with the talent she had and with, you know, the effort that she put in and the, you know, the, the limit she, you know, she didn't have how far she went with it. it. It speaks volumes and uh I think it's severely underrated. I think hopefully you know it gets a cult following in the years to come. But uh but yeah shout out to everyone who introduced this to me. That's my number one. So Nar- yeah. who's who's Wick? number three La Machina number two. Sometimes I might be introvert number one.
0: Wow yeah I um I remember you text me about the uh about little little Sims album Two ago, I had heard about Sleep. it too from a lot of the same people that that you mentioned, um, and I gave I listened to some of the songs. I I still need to go back and listen to the whole thing, um, yeah. But I could. I'm not a huge fan of, of the of the UK style, um, but I will say that was one of the better, um, some of the better songs that I've heard in that style that I enjoyed more than a lot of the things I had heard, um, mm-hmm. so uh i think people definitely need to at least give it a try um Mm -hmm. even if that's not your preferred style of of rap by any means then i I think you should still at least give it a try and see how you like it and just have an open mind that's kind of the big thing a lot of people uh, especially Mm -hmm. on social media don't have an open mind with music and um are willing to try try new new artists new albums and um I think it's 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 okay to have a different opinion than the vast majority um, online. So, exactly. Don't don't yeah. let, don't, don't let people sway you that easily. That's that's kind of my big takeaway with um, a lot of these underrated stuff too. So, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, usually
1: stuff will take a minute to get into, but a lot of these underrated people have very unique voices. Um, Sims definitely. Once I kind of realized through the project, I was like i actually haven't heard anything like this before i realized how unique it was and with a lot of stuff like this that's you know that's definitely how you find people so completely yeah. agree with the go out there give give stuff a chance even if you think it might be bad even if it is bad um it might be like a tv show where it starts off kind of weak and drifts
0: off or the opposite but you never know until you try exactly i hundred percent agree um So now, before we get into the big three, let's hop into a producer of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Once we get that, then we'll have rapper, album, and song. Maybe not in that order, but those are the the big three that we have at the end. So for producer, um, I'll just just do all of it right now since it'll be kind of quicker. Go for it. So my honorable mentions, I have uh, Metro Boomin' and Mike Dean. Um, Ooh, yeah. Metro, I didn't, I didn't heard a good chunk from Metro this year, but not enough where he would slide into the nominees and be able to win it. Um, I love Metro uh, and his production. He's probably one of my favorite artists. If I had to make an album and I w- was going to go pick um, uh, a, pr- a producer, I would definitely have Metro on that list. Um, mm-hmm. And Mike Dean with the sense is just an earworm on every song that he's involved in. Um, he had a big influence on the life of a Don album and uh, it's, it's fantastic. I think. And then what was really cool, which wasn't really uh, actually technically like a release music or anything was when he was at the, um, the Drake and Kanye concert in, in LA and he was doing his stuff there live with some of the songs and, adding his his wave of sound to it, it was super cool. Mm-hmm. I think he's one of the staples in the industry that if you want that if you want to be in that genre of of hip hop and you want to have that sound, he's the guy you gotta to go to and um I think he he should be a uh like on speed dial for for a lot of those guys oh um, yeah it i I couldn't say enough about him, but my three um that I picked were Hit Boy, which we had talked about mm-hmm. earlier. Um, again, with, he kills the stuff with Nas. He had the EP with Big Sean. And there's a lot of artists where you'll, you'll hear his stuff everywhere. And um, you'll, you'll hear his, his producer tags randomly you to come up on an album and you like, he's really everywhere. And um, he puts in a crazy amount of work every year. So um, he never fails to disappoint with his production. Uh, Kanye West Is my next one I mean it's Kanye um, Donda was absolutely beautiful I know he wasn't the only one on Donda obviously But it's absolutely beautiful with the production there He's, he's As far as uh, Artist producer combination Into one person I mean you can't beat Kanye um, Donda was beautiful And then uh, Wheezy Wheezy out here Uh <laughs> He, he had some stuff involved in, in Donda, too, but he was, he was all over the place. He had stuff with Young Thug, and um, he, he – when I was doing my research, he was kind of the guy that was showing up on so many different albums and so many of the hit songs this year that um, it was hard not to put him on this list, and actually, I actually have him as my winner. Uh, I have Weezy as my winner this year. Um, last year I did pick Hit Boy. And I was leaning towards picking Hip Boy again. Um, but I ended up going with with Wheezy. Um, I think he's just one of the one of the most consistent out there. And uh as far as just looking at this past year, um, I think I think Wheezy Wheezy gets over Hip Boy, but last year I said Hip Boy over twenty twenty, so they might have a tiebreaker in twenty twenty two. But those are my uh those are my producers for the year, so Awesome list. Yeah, no, I mean, you hit the head on all of them
1: between, you know, Condé, <laughs> Kanye, Mike Dean, uh, Metro, All Staples, Hit Boy. Um, I mean, every, everyone you listed, they're a staple. They've all made an impact on incredible projects this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you just can't forget them. Uh, on my end, let's see. So, two I have. I'm going to start with the honorable mentions. Um, Alchemist. Um, Just to kind of add on, I guess, to everyone you're saying, all fantastic picks. Um, But he's another one to add from 2021. Um, Had two projects with Boldy James, also from Griselda. I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of Bo Jackson, but um, Brick Mile to Montana, I'd say, is a banger. One that slaps. Definitely a standout track from that project. And uh, you can tell he's just a very talented producer. He does a great job and just knows how to um, kind of have the tracks match the talents of the artist. Um, Tyler, the creator, also another rapper, producer, mm-hmm. artist who uh, kind of started with Igor, I think, going more into the production end um, with his stuff. And Call Me If You Get Lost doesn't, doesn't mess with that either. Uh, it shows up in the quality of the music, and it's just a fantastic project. Uh, number three, I got Filthy, uh, who with Playboy Cardi made a whole lot of red, just a fantastic project, and I'll go more into that later. Um, but uh, he, was inter- he was integral to that, completely relevant and his sound and what he added to that added to Cardi's new sound and development. Um, number two, I got Cardo. Um, he's had his role. I'm trying to think of other projects. I know he did a project with Wiz Khalifa, um, but from what I remember, looking, he had a hand in multiple songs. I think on Drake projects, Kanye project, or Drake's project, Kanye's project, um, some other stuff. But I remember he had a really relevant hand in there, and um, he's just another fantastic talent. And then. Number one, continuing the streak from last year with Hit Boy, KD Two, <laughs> yeah. Magic. Guys, guy just makes hits. Guy, he knows how to work well with artists. He knows how to get to their level, get beats that will just work well with them. His chemistry with Nas is undeniable. He's just extremely talented. I've already <laughs> I've yeah. covered most of that, but
0: uh, but yeah, that's my list: Tyler, Alchemist, Filthy, Cardo, and Hit Boy good stuff yeah thanks um it's hard to disagree with hip boy um and his impact that he has um mm-hmm. I, th- I i i Adam him as a very close second to to wheezy but um mm-hmm.
1: yeah so it's hard
0: it is hard yeah. so i'm thinking the order we go in now is we go song and then album and then the last one we do is the rapper kind of kind of wrap it up is, Ooh. That not good yeah that sounds good with me i like that idea. All right, so starting with song, I know it mentions. I have one well, we mentioned this song earlier, uh, I Am Y2 with Drake and Kate Cuddy. And oh, yeah. The reason I put this is because it's such an earworm, and the production is one of the best production on CLB. Um, this is a duo that, that, or a collab that we didn't think would ever happen because the Kanye and Drake beef that were, was going on for years. Now that's resolved. and Kid Cudi's kind of come back into the picture with with Drake now and <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I I thought it was a, it was a fantastic combo and they both just the style of the harmonizing by Kid Cudi and the the way that Drake was able to float as well, filling in. They kind of had a little back and forth action going on the chorus and the hook, pre-hook, all that kind of stuff and it was uh, it was it was fantastic, and it was definitely the standout from CLB for me. <coughs> my gosh, it tickled my throat. <laughs> the other one I had, which was kind of a little bit under the radar, I think. Um, uh, even though it had uh, a, one a big name artist on it, was uh, For the Gang" by Roddy Rich and Forty Two Doug. That's a good um, one. I absolutely loved the Scorpion sample on there. I loved it. Um, 42 Doug went into his bag in his verse and Roddy Rich added a nice complimentary sound to it those two really do have a great sound together mm-hmm. um, kind of contrasting voices and styles that really work together well they both each other to kind of make this nice balance and the beat was really fun and upbeat and again I absolutely love the Scorpion sample on it this is one of my most listened to songs of the year. Um, I even went to my dad, who doesn't like hip-hop music that much, and I was like, look, it's got the Scorpions on it. So, um, Yeah, my two album mentions uh, I'm, I Am Y2, Drake Kid Cuddy, and 40 Gang with Roddy and 42 Doug.
1: Nice. Yeah, so for, um, for mine, I actually got a – this might surprise you because they are they are definitely – Top, top choices for songs of the year But uh, off the grid Kanye West, Playboy Cardi 5 Yo 4 Oh my gosh <laughs> What a dynamic uh, Kanye hits the bar Straight from the jump Playboy Cardi does his thing 5 yo comes in with like This fire in him that I had no idea He had I just I thought know. it was like a continuation of Pop Smoke That's But no First
0: of the year easily
1: Oh, easily one of the best verses of the year. Nonstop, knows every lyric, catches your attention, and just holds it for his entire verse. Then Kanye just continues it. But 5 is like when Kanye got lit on fire his, um, uh his rollout shows. He, yeah. he, he was just spitting bars. The flow was incredible. Lyrical content, he continued, 5 Yo continued on Storytime later, but he just came in hungry knowing they had something to prove. It was just a killer track and then the other one you know i would i would say the obvious choice is my life but something about "Amari" by j cole when you hear the ba-da-ba is just like it, it sticks in your head it's very catchy and then his flow is like "din not it didn't or something i don't know i'm doing it completely wrong i'm not doing it justice <laughs> but uh it's a killer track it's just a great track off season is just a great project and you know, amari is um one of those tracks that you know just proves why and his lyrical content flows J-, J. cole you know quality doesn't go down it's just uh it's just a great track i think that just shows what he what he put out with uh, the the season. so mari off the grid back to you you're good
0: yeah i'm, I'm sure not the last time we're gonna hear uh J. cole's name in this in this uh show but my three yes, uh, sir. My three nominees, the first one is Family Ties. Baby King, Kendrick talked about this a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but the production, the beat switch, their flows, the lyricism is a fantastic combination of the two. Um, the, the, their styles work so well together and um, it's one of those songs that uh, really propels Baby King's name mm-hmm. into the more mainstream stuff and um, it was great to hear Great to hear Kendrick's voice again And um, he killed it uh, The mm-hmm. next one I have is The Jackie With Boz featuring Cole mm-hmm. and Little TJ um, I heard the snippet for this Before it came out And I absolutely loved it I remember I was replaying the, the, the TJ snippet On YouTube I didn't like on a repeat I was, uh, When I was doing this on my computer for a while Because it was just It was just absolute earworm I loved it so much Um the beat is just so fun. It's what it's. It's a great like beach island, like sunny day kind of vibe, and mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. Um, J. Cole just he's not trying to get super lyrical and deep. He's just having fun, um, mm-hmm. and it's nice to see him just have some fun with it and not. Um, I mean, I, I enjoy every every side of J. Cole's uh, side with lyricism and and the fun side, but it's nice to hear the fun side come every once in a while too. TJ was a nice kind of intermission to the song. Um, I'm hoping this song kind of helps propel Boz more into the mainstream. People know who Boz is, but they don't listen to him a lot, especially the solo stuff. You heard him a lot on the Dreamville album, which was which was great, but I think this kind of helps um, too. So. And then My Life uh, with Cole, 21, and Murray is my last nominee. Um And this was just one of those ones where what really cemented it was this was one of my top played songs of the year too, but what really cemented it was when I was watching Cole's Rolling Aloud, um, I believe it was the New York one. And the whole crowd just singing Marie's part together is just it just it just kinda hit me like this is like this is the perfect combination of a hit song with uh with the lyricism, uh the, the production, I really love J. Cole's ad-libs in the background. Um, 21 obviously delivers, as he normally does. Um, the Cole and 21 duo at this point is undeniable with all the, the versions that we've heard so far. And I would pay some decent money to get a Cole 21 collab album. Um, and Murray right. really had a fantastic hook. That's uh, super catchy and um, is, is fun to sing along to. So my winner for Song of the Year uh, is My Life. And um, the thing that kind of stuck out with me was just the combination of all those aspects as well as the fact that it appeals to both the mainstream and the the, not necessarily underground, but the people who don't listen to today's top hits um you know like people yeah. that listen to everything too, so it was kind of a blend of everything that you'd want in the hit rap song that can also appeal to everyone else too and i it's hard to find a complaint for me in that song, so um again all these songs on this list I thought were fantastic and were near the top of my um my list. Uh, of most played songs for the year, but my winner, and actually I think this is one number one song most listened to this year was was My Life by uh J. Cole, 21 Savage, and Murray So take it away with your uh, top three.
1: It's an undeniable banger. J. Cole, 21 Savage, and then you add Moray on top of that. Coming oh, yeah. in hot and fresh with um Street Sermons now on this. I mean it just made it for a great song. Um, all great picks though they all killed it j cole but i mean a lot of great choices there um and actually it's great because actually mine are different from that too so it's like i get to tack on to those and actually i love i love your choices too they're ones i listen to often throughout the year so um kind of tacking on to that number three i got corso with uh tyler the creator off call me if you get lost okay that shows his return to form on this album not not necessarily that he fell off just return to form for his rapping um kind of edge and i think it just shows his talents with that there's an energy to it It introduces you to the album perfectly um shows his dynamic with dj drama extremely well uh, the music video. I love the music video for that. I think he's like at a kid's birthday party. He's like dancing around. It. It's just fantastic. Uh, number two, I got headshots for the locals by Isaiah Rashad. Um, I'm a big fan of LeWitcha with uh, him and Duke Deuce, but uh, this one just the structure. I think it's one of those ones. It's almost like No Sense with a uh, Baby Keem, um, mm-hmm. where it nails down the rhythm and the lyrics in like. A certain structure that makes it super memorable. So when it gets played in the car, I'm like, "Yeah, you caught me by surprise in my brand new whip, baby, baby. <laughs> You just, I just remember it, and yeah. then I do like the motions within the hand motions, like the sight. It's just, it, it's so fun to listen to. It's just a great song. Thought it over. He brings an atmospheric vibe to it. It just all makes for a great, well-rounded track. And uh, Isaiah Rashad had his. Come back this year and uh can come back with a better single or song on his album. And then number one, I think it's it's a mix from multiple people. People either like it um or don't like it. I don't even think it's a standout of a whole lot of red, but Metamorphosis by Playboy Cardi and Kid Cuddy, which like you, how you had My Life by J. Cole's your most listened track, that was my most listened track too for this year. And the reason why when Whole of Red dropped on Christmas, the music video to this dropped, and it was just like it fit the energy so well. It was all red. You had them like dancing at night all throughout space. He had this whole like Cardi had his old vamp person on. Cuddy was like this mysterious figure. And let me let me tell you something with uh with Cuddy. Cuddy hums. He's just a, he's just an iconic figure, man. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, he's iconic. His, his, his hums. I love kid Cuddy hums. Like just like everyone else loves kid Cuddy hums. I love kid Cuddy hums. Oh, I mean, It put yeah. me on another level. It's like the, um, wait, where is it? That's, oh yeah. I agree. Oh, okay. Sorry. You broke up for a second. You're good. Um. Yeah. No. I don't. <laughs> Kid Cudi hums are like that. A uh, SpongeBob meme. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Where he's like floating. That it yeah. puts me on another plane. It, oh. E, e. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Eric. Hello. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> okay. Eric. What? <laughs> I can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Uh, No, I was just making sure. I was making sure. (laughs) This is all part of the album picking, everybody. Don't worry, don't worry. This is part of the entertainment, but um, no, I'm messing with you. But uh, going back to Metamorphosis, Cuddy Hums put me on another plane. Cardi just vibed out. When he says, when you feel like this, I just, I feel that. I feel like when you feel like this, can't nobody tell you anything, you know? um i think it's just it's addicting i think that whole energy that feeling it gives me uh just made it my top song of the year so i gotta put it in number one so corso headshots and
0: metamorphosis i will say i did not expect metamorphosis to be on this list level number one but uh, it's just i i it it just fits with me somehow (laughs) I don't well, know I'm how not, to explain I'm, it. I'm, I'm not complaining about it. and I'm, No, I know. I, it's just, I'm, just, I'm just surprised that it made your list. And I guess t- technically it was 2020, but it counts for 2021. To I me, mean, it's out for like a week, so it doesn't really count. Yeah, uh, exactly. I just kind um, of uh, count of the same Oh, no, yeah. I, I mean, I think most people count it as technically 2021 because it was so late in 2020 that it can't make a 2020 list, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess you, you could say that about Roddy Rich, but at the same time, I don't know. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was uh that was some good stuff. Oh yeah. Um definitely I was I'm glad we had some di- differing uh different picks there and we're kind of able to show some love to a lot of people on and in our categories. Yeah. Um going to album of the year. My two honorable mentions is The Melodic Blue by Baby Keem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this album I didn't love it at first. I will admit that. Um, the more I listen to it though I, I realize that um, The experimental Side that he's using and All uh, well, the lyrics Can be goofy sometimes um, it's, it's, it's It can be a really enjoyable listen if you just Have fun with it and I think While he's still trying to master his sound This is really a good step In kind of testing The waters for him and making sure that it's uh, moving in the right direction. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was is it it's a fun listen. The more we listen to it, and some of the songs definitely definitely stick. Um, and I think this is a good step for Baby Keem in in his his um, ascension. So the uh, the other one I had I talked about it earlier, so I won't talk about much here. But the Voice of the Heroes by Baby and Dirk. Um, it, my honorable mentions and. Um, just a fantastic duo that plays on guitar so well and the the lyricism and it and everything. It's just it was hard for me to, to deny at least putting it in honorable mentions. So "Motic Blue and Voice of the Heroes are my honorable mentions. Both great picks. And Baby Kim,
1: I'm i I'm kinda excited that he's getting more of the recognition he deserves. And oh yeah. Admittedly I like I'm I gotta give Malaga more of a chance. I love his older stuff so much, but uh mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I, I gotta give him more of a chance. But he's definitely very talented. He's on the rise. And um Voice of the Heroes brought it up earlier. It's just, you know, it sh- it shows the dynamic between the two between baby and Dirk. And it's just a great listen, fun album and uh way to kind of show them both off yeah um for for my honorable mentions um call me if you get lost by tyler the creator Mm -hmm. uh part of me felt bad that i didn't put in the top three but when you got like when you got a, a decent amount of good albums you know you gotta leave one out and uh it's one of those ones that's definitely like a top three album in any list if you put on there you're definitely not gonna get faulted at all it's a fantastic project um like i said again it's a return to rapping for tyler his production is hard hitting the features are great he got some really weird features between young boy 42 doug um he got uzi and pharrell on a song but uh they work really well and i was surprised at how well the one young boy one uh came out too with ty dolla so um shout out to what's your name what's your name by the way i guess that's a song that you're a contender to but uh yeah call me if you get lost and then um earlier i i mentioned this kind of more in depth but sometimes i might be introvert um just kind of touching on it quickly just a very unique album sims kills it and uh great great kind of uh reflection and showcase of um, work kind of being done by all these uk
0: artists yeah no for sure um it's it's hard to uh to fight against that for sure. My three um picks for album of the year, my nominees are Life of a Don by Don Tolliver, which I talked about earlier, so I won't get into that. Um yeah. but Life of a Don was fantastic in my opinion. Um The Offseason by J. Cole and I mm-hmm. I know you saw that coming because I'm a big J. Cole fan, but I try and that's look that's right. At, I try and look at things from the um a non-biased perspective too, sometimes, and um, I just thought that he really came in with a, uh, a variety of flows, fantastic features. Um, just the the quality of, of the music was was really good. The 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 production, the um, different rhyme schemes and melodies, and it just all kind of f- flowed together well to fit what we love about him, but also Give us some n- different sounds than what his older music was, and I think the the balancing of the two worked out perfectly here. Um, I know a lot of people had a crazy reaction when we first heard Prize of Devil" and heard "Little Babies" transition into his verse, and mm-hmm. I go I go on YouTube sometimes to look up there's like a compilation video of. Um, Of people reacting to the transition and going crazy when they hear "Little Baby just like naturally just slide onto that song it's fantastic Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many beautiful songs in there like Let Go My Hand and um, Hunger on on a Hillside and Mm -hmm. he has some really raunchy beats that are fun 95 South and Close and um, there was just so many different varieties of styles that still fit his what he does best and that's really what stood out to me and then the last one in the nominees is Donda by Kanye West. I mean, I feel like it's got to be on most people's list, um, or at least near the top. Um, just so good to hear Kanye c- come back again, and he was able to blend his Jesus King sound, which he, what he wants to do, and his classic sounds that everyone loves. And the way he was able to combine the two and make this, this beautiful mixture of, of them uh, was, was really good. The features they're they're out out the wazoo, but they were all really solid. Um, just the way the 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 slow songs were just would just hit you in your soul. The upbeat stuff would keep would keep you going. The and I will say that even though technically he released all his clean music, I normally when I hear clean rap or hip hop music, it's usually Kind of cumbersome because you hear all these pauses in the music and or like the well or whatever they put like, that, yeah. like that, the the edit, you know. But mm-hmm. with this, I only I barely even recognize it or even care to be honest. Um, it just it just it just flowed so well, even with him making it clean, and I think that doesn't that doesn't really hinder any of the listening experience for that at all. Um, mm-hmm. The one thing you could say is it's a bit. It's, it's it's on the longer end, which I'm not super upset about because we haven't gotten that traditional Kanye style in the full album format since twenty sixteen. Twenty eighteen it was yay, but it was like seven songs. And um, so it was it was good to get a good big chunk of Kanye music that delivered that fantastic production as well as blending his new sound that he wants to make. So those are my three nominees are Life of a Don, the off season, and Donda. Two of them have Don in it. The, um, mm-hmm. the winner for me, and I'll explain why I picked it, is the off season. And mm-hmm. uh, p- people might say I'm biased, and my reasoning for this part of it was because Donda was really long, but it was the cohesiveness of the off season as as one project as a whole compared to Donda cohesiveness as a whole. I feel like the off season was more mm-hmm. complete as one and Donda was more of like a compilation of songs. And that's where I kind of found it again. Mm-hmm. I feel like Donda and off season are the top two albums for me of the year. And it's those two. And then, uh, then you go down from there. I feel like, those two are kind of neck and neck at the top. But what sticks out for me is the off season feels like a more cohesive project where as that, slam of an intro he gets more introspective with mm-hmm. a couple ups and downs and then he just fades you out at the end perfectly and i feel like that was more cohesive of a project and it was the perfect length i th- I think it was just it was fantastic and that was the small edge that i give it over over Donda the fact that it was like 27 songs i think and mm-hmm. there's, there's a couple that i skip in there but a good chunk of it is really good too um mm-hmm. i just think the size and the cohesiveness is what made the difference. So I have the off season winner for album of the year.
1: No, I don't blame you. Actually, it's a great transition. And it's funny cause it's like ours is similar. literally just for one pick. You'll see why. Um, but off season is my number three and everything you said, I completely agree with. Um, one of the things I'll add when I was considering my picks was the rollout too. Oh, okay. And um kind of the listening experience. And with the off season, I remember I was um in college. Uh, I think I was going for a drive somewhere. I forgot where, but I think I was so excited to be listening to it that I was like, I need to hop in the car and listen to this. And at the time, J. Cole didn't have any of the features on there. So I had no idea yeah, it was on there. that little baby when, hit different, yeah. That's right. That's when it all hit different. Too, yeah. Exactly. You listen to the full album. And I'm. I'm pretty bad. I will fully admit, and Eric knows this that I'm really bad at listening to albums as like a whole from start to finish. Some yeah. I will, some I won't. Yeah. But this was one that I actually started and ended. So I got the full experience. There were no features. So like like you just said, Eric, when little baby hit, little baby hit, and I was like, that was little baby. Not to mention that pride is the devil had a sample from amine who we both
0: love like you said from 2.5 yeah um, I've, I've got the limbo sign poster over here staring at me yes. yes but the can't decide sample for the off season i got the life of the dom poster too but the the right. can't decide thank you i got the uh it was the can't decide sample when i heard it i was like did i click on the wrong thing like am i listening to limbo yes it, yes. it, was, it was crazy Yes,
1: it made you do a double take, then you heard Cole come in, and then, like you said, the transition, (laughs) and then little Baby comes in, and you're like, I did not know a song like this could ever exist. It was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um, Some people call it a lot part two. I call it um, a lot type with an extra added bonus or cherry on top, probably. Um, it's just you know a fantastic song. Got some classic features. boz He got black in there, or six lack. Either one you call. <laughs> I mean, um, technically it's,
0: it's black. T- t- technically it's black, but I just say six lack so people understand what, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, Let's it's, go. It's, with- it's, it makes it easier in conversation to say six lack because then people can picture a six lakh in their head and then just be like okay, that's what we're talking about, you know? Yeah, I, uh, six
1: lakh is probably the better way of saying it
0: because it's more <laughs> recognizable.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah, he killed it on there. I actually had no idea who was on there until I saw the feature list, but uh, it just made the ex- listening experience more fun and the rollout was fun with the strategized plan he has for album releases and uh, J. Cole, you know, he, the content, everything was just top quality, like I said earlier. So number three, The Off Season by J. Cole. Number two, a personal favorite of mine that really, really grew on me. whole lot of red by Playboy Party. Another one that I think had an even better rollout because this was an album that if you're a fan of cardi you were waiting for this for three years since stylet came out the anticipation was building everyone would say drop a whole lot of red drop a lot of red it was a meme it's,
0: yeah
1: it was a meme it was all over the internet if you like playboy cardi you saw it and then also one of my favorite uh, meme artists one of the weirdest guys on the face of the earth Mario judah got involved oh, so boy. uh yeah, that was a that was a great meme as well. <laughs> the, fact that, uh, the fact that Dan comes up in this award show is funny, but it, it is it's it's just so weird. But uh, the moment when you see online that he's someone spray paints a whole lot of red, uh, technically WLR, twelve twenty five in billboards in places sets the date, and then Cardi actually announces it. That's when you're like, it's actually here. And when it first hits you, you're you, you're kind of startled because you're like, "This sounds so weird." in a lot of the stuff he was doing, but the more it grows on you, you realize he was thinking ahead. This album was ahead of the ahead of the year. It was it just grows world, on right? you over I, I, time. I it, was that, like it was like hard funny. rock, but in rap form. Exactly. No, no, he figured out something that was, I think, kind of innovative. Um, which is kind of weird because a lot of the content he kind of. Does is like like ad libs and weird words, but just the styling of it felt like metal, like edgy metal for for rap fans. I I just love it. I bask in it. New Tank feels like I'm riding in some like giant, or no, 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 wait, it was meh. It was meh. Feels like I'm riding in the um uh like ice cream truck of death from uh, Twisted Metal. I think it was the game with like that crazy muscular clown. I just love that. I just love Bro. the entire feeling of this album. It was just a fantastic, I think, fantastic project.
0: I think the way you described it right there saying heavy metal for rap fans is the most accurate description of water red that I've ever heard. <laughs> Thanks. It really it
1: really is the when you think about when you get used to it, when he sees like tone of voice the cadence when he's like like he Ghostari he's like I'm getting it when he gets really raspy it's not like his usual stuff. That's when you kind of like realize after time this is, like, he's dressing up all kind of goth-like, emo-like. You know, he has the spikes. He's dressed up like vampire He's got, like, these devil horns. He's, yeah. he's going really hard and edgy, and that's when you kind of realize this, you can kind of relate it to, like, uh, Slipknot and, I, I don't know, necessarily Metallica, but, like, Alice in Chains. Like, these really kind of, like, uh, metal-based uh, bands, hard rock bands. So, number two, a whole lot of red, Playboy Cardi. Number one, the one that... um. You actually said, I agree it was a bit long, but the rollout for it, I think, perfectly encapsulates 2021, because it was a part of uh, 2021, uh, was uh, Donda by Kanye West. Yep. And the thing that just made it so impactful was that Eric and I would um, – tune in to the listening parties and the album was no, but it was great. It was really funny because there were all these changes, but it was great because you heard earlier versions and it was almost like kind of involved the fans because people got to hear He would go back and make edits. It just changed and improved over time. It was like the life of Pablo, but you saw it in real time. Um, what he went back to do, he, he included so many people. It was really reflective, introspective. He had some um, really deep thoughts on there, but also some hard-hitting bangers off the grid, Junior. um, Okay, okay. Uh, The really emotional ones come to life. Uh, Never abandon Your Family, which he added on later. Um, What was the one he did with Vori? No Child Left Behind. Uh, I cried on that one. It was at a very emotional time, but... um, it's just beautiful. And, uh, you know, it's not one that I'm typically like, you know, very. Like, I go back to a ton. I definitely go back to it. Um, but I think just that experience of being part of the Raw at the listening parties, then that day when he actually dropped it as an album to play on Spotify, and I was like, Eric, wake up. He actually dropped it. <laughs> it was just a fantastic Raw. He got together with Drake. Kanye just had this huge rise to come back in the industry and for fans oh, yeah. everyone was excited it was a huge shift from I, I feel like Jesus is king uh the album before and just a great project so uh number 3 off season number 2 whole red and number 1 Donda now on to rapper of the year
0: yeah this is uh this is this is the the, the big one um mm-hmm. i will say what the the kind of thing i remember us watching both of the The um, the pre-shows like before he's gonna drop it, and when he didn't drop it, and we were like, everyone was getting so angry and upset, Mm -hmm. we were like, like why isn't he dropping this? Like he's obviously done with it, but he really wasn't done with it. Exactly. Third show in Chicago, and that was kind of the the finale to it. And looking back on it, I'm actually happy with the way he did it. When it was happening, I was angry because I was mm. like, "I'm hearing this and I'm really liking it, but you're not dropping it."
1: Well, because he threw in also the glob glob or what he made some really questionable choices. He threw in the baby, on the last show, and I re- I remember like I like nothing against a baby. was just a you know at that certain time where it's also very controversial and yeah. uh, especially if Mar- Marilyn Manson, who I will fully admit is uh, kind of like college, just a s- disgusting uh human for what he did um so that kind of sat wrong with me but kind of like you were saying wh- when he actually released it and you saw that he put jay-z he had the version with jay-z on there for jail and all the stuff he actually it felt like he listened he knew what to put on there that's when you're like you know that's where yeah. like thank
0: you it's
1: thank it's, you you get it yeah uh,
0: looking back on I'm when it was happening i was angry looking back and i'm super happy so um. Yeah. So yeah. Rapper of the year. My album mentions are, uh, Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I I enjoy with him on Voice of the Heroes, and then he went on a pretty good feature run this year too. Um, mm-hmm. hopping around to a bunch of different people's albums, and um, really really delivering. One of the standouts for me this year was him on um, on Hurricane on Donda with 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 the weekend. Yes. I if you think about it, a song with Kanye, The Weeknd, and Lil Baby, like just that song, just can't be bad. It's just not physically allowed to be bad. So, um, exactly. But he didn't release his own personal album this year, but the voice of the heroes and his feature run that he went on kept him relevant and still at the top of the rap game. So, my other one was Baby Keem um, for for the uh, the melodic blue, and then. He has some features here and there, too, that I enjoyed. Um, so I I picked uh, Baby Keem to be the other one. I talked a, little, a good amount about the Melodic Blue and stuff earlier, so I won't go into that. But my novel mentions are Little Baby and Baby Keem, so two babies. Fantastic. Double Baby. You're yeah. going crazy. <laughs> that was a bar. Oh, uh, no, like,
1: boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just had a to toss in there's a rap awards. We can't. Not rap on the rap wars. But but no, both of both were great. Little baby, you know, very consistent. Keeps with the quality. Yeah, that's a good word for him. Dude is consistent on the rice. That's a, yeah, that's the best way to probably to describe him. And then, um, uh, like you said, baby keen, you know, had a major year and good for him because he absolutely deserves it. And his talent is undeniable, especially with the uh, melodic blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a little baby too, but I mean, like you said, feature run was fantastic. Uh, Voice of the hears was fantastic. Not too much I can add there, but then uh, Nas, just because of King's Disease Two, Magic. Um, I think he got featured on what was it, the DJ Khaled album, and a couple other ones. But yeah, um, dude, yeah, dude's just coming back with these King's Disease projects and he's- with these rapping, and he's just becoming coming more to the forefront with what he's doing and his a lyrical content skill. Um, yeah, he's a veteran and you know, it's here to your proof that
0: he's, he's aging very well with his, uh, with, with his music. Some people hear on M and M and stuff, yes. especially since M M does not sound the same. And it's kind of, I don't like really gravity back to it. Like I used to with a classic M and M and with Nas, it feels like he's transitioning just super well and he's found that that special, the special way to keep himself both his old classic style and doing what what fits now too so yeah definitely exactly um so my rappers of the year my top three um which now looking at it there's a little there's a there's a connection here between the albums and the rappers because my three were don tolliver kanye west and j cole and um (laughs) <laughs> Looking back on it, it's kind of weird that I put the I even think in my head that I put the People out the top three albums as the top three rappers But I guess it does make a little bit of sense um, Don Tolliver Not with just the album But he also had some good features as well um, He brings that kind uh, of harmon- uh, Harmonic Sound to um, A lot of songs that uh, Need that extra touch, you know um, He's always a good feature to have on songs I mean he kind of blew up with his feature, on, I can't say, years ago, and that's kind of how he got into it. So um, he's built for both his own thing and features as well. J. Cole, mm-hmm. obviously, the offseason, he does some features here and there, like that Boz song, and um, but he didn't really do a ton this year as far as, as far as features like he used to. Um, mm-hmm. Well, that a couple years ago, when he went crazy with the features. But, and then Kanye um, went Donda. Um, but my winner for Rapper of the Year is Kanye West. And I chose this because of Donda, but what pushed him over the edge compared to everyone else um, was the fact that uh, the whole rollout situation, um, which looking, I talked about it before, I didn't like it at first. Now I really appreciated the rollout, um, the the concert with, with Drake, the crazy interviews that not like his old crazy his new crazy is different than the old crazy like people call him crazy you know um i i call the 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 new the new version of him more of a um like self actual actual I can't say the word actualization of himself you know like he's realizing who he yeah. is and he's finding that happy medium and he's happy with himself now you know um so he was always in the in the the news and then the in the trending this year, and it wasn't li- really for anything that bad, so um I don't believe so it was uh it was good to have him back and donda was was fantastic so um with everything that he did this year outside of just dropping an album too and I guess the way he did it and everything put together. The only one complaint I have is the the album cover is just a black screen, and I wish he did some kind of nice artwork with it. Yeah. Um, like the the rumored artwork that was out before Down the drop. I I'd much rather have that than a black screen. But that's really the only complaint I have about Kanye um, for twenty twenty one. So um, he made the the spot for. 2021 rapper of the year in, in my book so uh yeah. i had uh, Jay cole kanye and don toliver and the winner being kanye west that's right well we're also similar there but i uh not
1: i'd say with her picks probably not as much to the album i think i did a little switcheroo but number three i got tyler the creator and i can say that he's a. Uh, one of the rappers of the year, because unlike Igor, which congratulations to the Grammys for making that, nominating that as a rap album, still don't understand that he actually rapped on this. Yeah, (laughs) And kind of got back to his rapping. Call Me If You Get Lost is a great album. His features are great. Um, And just showcasing his talent and rap. So you can kind of, I feel like what a lot of people are kind of seeing is that, you know, he's becoming almost this triple threat with, you know being a little melodic but then also his production and then his rapping so he's really kind of coming in his own and call me if you get lost was you know another one of his projects that just kind of furthered himself and uh gained him more traction so number three tyler the creator number two j cole who i completely agree about everything you said um superb talent his feature run in collaboration with um other dreamville artists boz um i forgot if he was on lute's album or not but uh um you know it's just furthering <laughs> i didn't i didn't listen to goldmouth i gotta go back to that but um uh you can just tell he was just hungry on the off season and um just kind of came in the industry the Jackie was great um Jake cole's just you know presence he's a fantastic presence who loves what he does and um, you know just has a passion for it. he's just fun to listen to we both love listening to him and he just puts out great work and great content and stuff that he just you know works hard on and cares about so number two Jay Cole and same as you number one Kanye West yeah. and when you said he had his self actualization had the exact same thought dude feels comfortable with himself yeah. he uh, he put out music that just feels like it's a return to form for him in a way I um, actually really, for some reason, like even though there is no cover, art it's just a black screen, which you know I mean, it's super thrilling. But uh, when you kind of see the variety, uh, when you think about how monumental it is that this is his tenth uh, studio album, and then that's the name is so personal, Donda after his mother, um, that you know there's this void there. I guess I may be reading into this too much, but. Uh, <laughs> It just seems very important. And with something like that, I could see how hard it would be to come up with something like that. But it, it does kind of almost feel like, in a way, his black album, this monumental moment, kind of like Jay-Z or like, I think, uh, Metallica or something, just like this this work um, that, you know, the the visual of just this black square or something, it just kind of it fits it for some reason because there's just so much to it and so much variety inside. Um, this very poignant void in, yeah, in place in his discography. Um, but rollout was great. His features were great. He was more collaborative. Like you said, he felt more comfortable with himself, I felt like. And um, seemed to be more positive. He made up with Drake yeah. for an incredible once-in-a-lifetime concert. Jealous of anyone who could have gone to that. Um, but beautiful. And with that concert he looked back on his old stuff which is inc- superb some of the, you know some of my favorite music so when he played that, that um every every yeah everyone felt it everyone felt the nostalgia trip and um you know all all Kanye fans love that he did that and you loved that like, like you said it was fun oh yeah um, we both liked it a ton and you know it's, it's just fantastic to hear that again to see those hits being brought back in the In the 2020s, and then, um, you know, also being at, uh, I think it was Rolling Loud and freestyling with Future on the Kama song. And, uh, yeah, he just seems like he's having fun again. He feels comfortable where he's at with being clean, but then also realizing that the work he's done and the style that he's done, what he brings to the table, you know, is good for what he believes in his faith and uh, great for the industry and that his impact, you know. It's just felt so. Um, yeah, number one, Kanye West, fantastic, fantastic year for him. I agree.
0: Um, yeah, it was it was uh, a interesting years. It was a fun year as far as the music side goes, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how people expand their their discographies and grow their sounds and and uh, and what what comes out this year that we it will be a will be bumping for a long time so yes um, and we're,
1: we're starting off so strong uh, between yeah. all those albums i forgot to mention denzel curry earlier um uh, may be dropping this month no one knows yet he just didn't put out an album trailer today but you know this year is starting off so strong um i, I will say and i i think you know this too eric um Y'all don't get your hopes up on it. If there's anything we've learned from Mr. (laughs) Kanye West is that he likes to announce all these weird projects. Like, uh, let's toss it back to Donda with child or God's country that eventually evolves into something. So, uh, I don't think it'll be Donda too, but it'll be something. Um, hopefully it'll be good. Currently, you know, he's on this run, but we'll see. But that's the exciting thing about Kanye. But, uh, But yeah, I'm excited about this year. Cuddy's coming out with some stuff with Intergalactic. He's going to put out another album. Um, Some other stuff. Hopefully we hear from JD. Like I said, Kendrick, for sure. He needs to drop. He needs to stop not dropping. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. How, How that man can go for half a decade. We both went through college, finished high school. We're you know we're adults now. I get I'd say probably younger adults, but we're technically adults looking for jobs. (laughs) It's like by now it's like, bruh, I was I was a senior in high school the last time you dropped. Now is the time for you to do something, or else you're gonna kind of lose your impact. You know, the relevancy. The Kendrick Lamar is here and he's now. And I get you know the pandemic exists, but
0: it it just needs a fantastic album. You got so much. so much expectations on him now. It it can't be bad.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like it will be good. He just needs to do it. It's just one, one of those things like as an artist when you can keep tinkering with your work, but there's a point where you just need to say, this is good enough. I'm happy with this and put it out. And he's I, not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I completely agree. Or mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to this year too. Who knows? We'll be we'll be we'll be going through it together. We'll be going through the mud together and seeing what people come up with. So
0: but yeah. I would like to uh thank everyone who spent the time listening to this. Um I know this was this was a decent long show like it was last year, but um we had we had fun putting together our list and, and chatting about some of our, our favorite music from the year and um hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. So uh thank you again. Exactly. Um I know this is going on the ET sports page. So um, to a lot of people that are listening that are the ET sports fans and stuff like that, just know that um, we're all doing good. Um, we took a break due to a variety of reasons. Um, COVID, college, jobs, all that kind of stuff kind of hindered our progress on that. But um, I've had some talks about some things returning or uh, maybe some different some different hosts um, taking over so nothing confirmed don't get anybody's hopes up but um just know that it's not entirely over so um with, well again with, thank everyone for for tuning in um we, we had a good time hope we did too and here's to another year of thank you music. thank you all right peace out cheers everyone